1: I want to welcome you to this next episode of the brains magazine podcast and actually today we go to scandinavia we go all the way across to sweden which is obviously at the heartbeat of brains magazine and today we have emma pershon with us today and uh really looking forward to this emma emma you are a business owner you're also a certified icf coach i'm really looking forward to kind of like diving in with this discussion with you i know emma that you know podcasting and and getting yourself out there is something that's kind of new for you what what made you kind of like decide you know this is the right time to like jump into something like this
0: uh, it felt thank you for inviting me here i'm uh, g- glad that i joined and uh, it is my curiosity uh, to try new things to to develop to to explore uh, I don't know if I like it uh, before I try it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so this is definitely make or break. So if you never see Emma again, then I, I really failed as a, as a podcast host, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I doubt it, but uh, let us uh, give it a try.
1: <laughs> oh, we will definitely give it a try, Emma. I think it's, it's quite funny, though, isn't it? Because it's like, imagine if this was your only time, like it would have so many listens because like this you'd be like a snow leopard you only get a little glimpse very rarely of yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) funny right so let's uh dive straight in so there's a couple of things that i i wanted to ask you about from when i whenever i whenever i have an opportunity to interview a guest you know i always get curious we've you've already mentioned curiosity Mm -hmm. you know i think curiosity is what keeps us hungry it's what keeps us Uh, asking questions it makes us I always use the phrase of having a look what's under the bonnet you know a a lot of people are impressed by by the exterior uh, and don't have the consciousness or the curiosity to even actually go deeper and see what has gone on in somebody's life for them to kind of get to where they want to and so I really wanted to ask you straight away like why did you certify, first of all, with the International Coaching Federation, because we have a lot of coaches in brains and there's a lot of coaches out there. What what made you decide to work with them uh, to start with? That's that's kind of what I, I want to open up, up with today.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the, as you said, there are many organizations that uh, actually um, work hard for, to protect the coaching business, coaching as a profession. And I understand that... Um, International Coaching Federation is doing that really really great and this is the largest branch organization in the whole world protecting the coaching uh, as a, protecting coaching as a profession and what we coaches do actually we have the opportunity to have um, um we have the opportunity to see uh, in people's lives we actually enter the private zone of the people's lives so it's very important that it's done professionally
1: yeah that really comes across like because i've noticed that you have so many certifications from from a number of institutes mm-hmm. because i think one of my my own frustrations in the coaching and mentoring space because i've done that myself for 12 years i've mentored and coached and yet everybody seems to be a coach it seems very saturated There's a lot of people that go into coaching because they feel like they have the experience, but they don't necessarily have the education. And really, for me, I almost feel like the coaching and and mentoring whole field needs to be regulated. But I, I was really impressed by the fact that you don't just have the experience of the things that you're coaching on, but you also have the education. So why have you focused so much energy and time on certification, because that's something that I don't think many coaches have done as much.
0: Uh, I focused bo- both my, my, my company, Coach Companion of Scandinavia, is accredited by the Coach uh, Coaching International Coaching Federation to do level one, level two, uh, continued coaching education. It was prior uh, ACTP program, which is now level two. And for me to become a master certified coach is important to get the credibility because people pay money and they want want the best for their money. So it's not just a course, it's a coaching education leading you to a business that is one of the most um, uh, developing businesses in the world today. Because we understand today that uh, the, the human potential is infinite, infinite. We can do everything we imagine. Uh, and many people put their boundaries on themselves. So uh, we coaches are here to uh, get the best out of people so that people can get off their ways and leave um, the possibilities to enter their lives. Uh, sometimes the coach is the only person that trusts the client until the clients get this um, self self confidence to understand that yes I have the power to change mm. everything in my life. Mm. So to 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 identify where I am now and to understand where I want to go, you need a coach. Mm. You need a coach and you need a goal uh imagine that football football team playing and there is no goal no ronaldo or anybody else or ibrahimovic because <laughs> they had to shoot in a goal and this is a coach that can identify together with the client the goal so you can um have conversations that lead somewhere otherwise you can speak to your friends and complain
1: yeah you mentioned about restricting ourselves. Why do you feel like we do that? Why do you feel like we we limit, we restrict, we we kind of disqualify ourselves? Why do you why do you feel like we do that?
0: Well, it is a, a billion dollar question. Um, why do we do that? Uh, I know that somewhere on the way, when we were children, we got restrictions because of the environment. Because of the beliefs, and many people go through lives without questioning their beliefs. Um, and we are here to 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 help people. We are partner We do partnership with clients to help build people to understand that there are no limits. There are the only limits. It's the ones we put on put on ourselves. Uh, to stop looking around. To stop looking inside out not
1: outside in it's definitely it's definitely an inside working when it comes to being able to look from the inside out and you're talking about how you know as as children in particular we're kind of governed by our parents beliefs or our caregivers like beliefs Uh, and then often we don't necessarily journey and question you know some of the things that we believe so if somebody's hearing this and like they've just got an, an awakening or, or a raised consciousness of the fact that actually maybe I need to take some time just to really like sit and, and question, do I really believe what I've kind of been building my life on? How, how would that look like? Is there some practical things that you could suggest, Emma, that helps people kind of question, you know, their beliefs? Is it as simple as going, finding a quiet room in, in a home and taking pen and paper?
0: Uh, there is no recipe. There is no recipe uh, to. Um, but 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 I think we have the um, we 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 have the commitment. We should have the commitment to ourselves to become better tomorrow than we are today, and to become better today than we were yesterday, and to question our beliefs because uh, I'm not the same person today and I was for five, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. So believing in the same things uh, in the in the world that is changing all the time is a kind of silly. <laughs> um, maybe it is not the business to do it yourself. Maybe just a conversation with a coach, a couple of conversations with a coach, should uh, open your 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 insights that um, uh, you own your life you own, uh, how you go across life. What do you do with your life? Mm. So conversation with a professional that can guide you in this. There is no such a recipe. So you take a pen and paper, but to start questioning, yes, it is the first step. When you start questioning, you understand that you need really to do something uh, with your life.
1: Yeah, you said something that kind of stood out which was the fact that you said that we we can outgrow you know our our beliefs the certain beliefs that kind of serve us and protect us when when we're younger but that actually then when we reach adulthood we we realize they no longer serve us how how do we increase like our consciousness on on that on that
0: to question yourself why do you do this is it a a kind of habit or Will this take me further when I want to be? Because if you don't have any goal with your life, then anything is good. You don't have to question anything. It's a Alice Wonderland. Um, which way do I take? Well, where do you want to go? I don't know. Then it doesn't matter which way to go. It's simple. Um, Alice Wonderland, hundred fifty years ago, I think uh, written. Still. Um, Still uh, current because many people go through lives without any goal. Mm. They set the goals in the first of January, then forget about this uh, one week later. <laughs> um, so why? Because we are people of habit, habit, and to um, to do something else needs energy, and people just don't want to bother. So if it's not, not, something is not serving you, if you're not happy what you have, then you're doing something wrong. So why don't you start doing something right, I would say to to my client.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the key there is habit, because, you know, I'm really good at kind of taking a goal, yeah, taking somebody's goal and then be like, this is what you need to be doing on a daily basis. Mm. And then compounded over time you will naturally hit that goal mm-hmm. and it's really important that we we measure the action and, and not the result if you if you measure the action then we will get to the result all all organically right
0: yes it is small things that change tell me your habits i will uh i will tell you where are you heading to yeah it's, it's a daily habits and people usually say i don't have time now Okay, if you spare one hour a day, uh, switch off the television uh, one uh, one hour before, or get up from bed one hour before you usually do, then you save three hundred sixty-five hours a year. If you divide in with forty, because one working week is forty hours, you get nine and a half weeks a year to work towards your goal Mm. it's um, a lot of time to do so people say I don't have time it's just how do you spend your time what do you do with your time this is this is the question
1: yeah and I, I like that you that you think that way like that even something very marginal but again compounded something consistent you can you can it's like you kind of get the cr- the cream rises to the top so you're kind of looking for these little extras you you get a little bit but you make it go a long way you know resourceful uh and mindful i i, I love that yeah. emma what emma what do you love about coaching because it's something that you've been doing for quite a while As I said, like, you've, you've got lots of certifications. I also saw that you were certified with John Maxwell. And I really love his leadership stuff is one of my favorite, like leadership people to go to, you know, what is it that you love about coaching? And and, and what does it? What does it give you? Is it? Is it more than just a, a job? Is it? Is it? Is it you? Is it a way of life?
0: Uh, it is uh, thank you for asking this question. it's It's a beautiful question. It is a passion. I love when I see um people fall in love with themselves again. They like themselves. They have the passion to do the what they want, what they dreamt about, and they um I, I, I can see in their eyes how they look, how they um how excited they are. I can see the little child again. Uh, knowing that I can that's what I love about I'm passionate about people I love people Mm. and uh, this is what makes me do what I do making every person become a better person for um, yourself then you become better people person for others and it is just um, spreading across the across the globe our company Coach Companion of Scandinavia we have a motor we change the world yes we change the world one person at a time and this person touches other people and that's how we change uh, the world
1: yeah i believe that um it reminds me of that that story which i i think i have shared i think i shared when i interviewed uh, magnus hedman actually uh, on on the podcast which was of a, a story of a little boy who was by the ocean and uh, there was millions of starfish uh, that had been beached and an old man came and he said to the little boy he's like what are you doing he's like you can't make a difference to all these starfish there's no point and he picked a starfish up and he threw it back into the ocean he said I made a difference to that one okay. so it's it's totally right that actually you know, one person touches one person touches another. And it's amazing that if you can impact somebody's life and they get healing, they get a breakthrough, uh, then they go on and they impact people. Amazing. It would be amazing to see, actually, all the people that we've touched, you know, in life and then how many people they've they've touched and see that ripple, that that carbon footprint would be pretty magical, wouldn't it? It it
0: it, it would be it would be um, paradise on earth. That's what is called paradise on earth. Thank you, Mark, for this question. But I also want to uh, to to to, to uh, impact people to understand that you cannot manage time, but you can manage your activities. And people are so busy managing uh, the future, um, suffering what happened uh, yesterday or ten years ago, and everything else, instead of being present in the moment um being in the now uh, doing what you can can do now because this will impact your future because we have only one time it is the time of now and being present with people giving the attention giving the quality time if i have with you five five minutes they will give you five minutes quality time instead of one hour which is not attentive. I'm not with you. So the quality time of being now in coaching session makes me um, feel passionate about the power of coaching, the power of people getting aware of the possibility to get out from your home and smile. And you will see something people will smile back.
1: Mm. Absolutely. Now you talked about like, the heart of why you love coaching is because you, you love people. Is, is there been like an individual or or an experience or a moment in time which kind of made you kind of see that this was like the person that I wanted to be? Is there somebody who like loved you so much that it enabled you to think, you know, I really love people? Uh, yes, there
0: were people through my life that uh, uh, shared undivided attention and ultimate love. So I, I if, when, when you feel the power of, of love and attention, this is something that you get, but then you want to give. Mm. So by giving, you get. It's just a, as a rechargeable battery. Uh, the love you give, you get it back. Mm-hmm. But if you give mm. because you will get, then it's not a real giving. You give and give and give. But you will get back from other people, not maybe from those that you give, but you get. And so the art of giving love, attention, kindness, um, it's everything is free of charge. It does not cost a penny.
1: Mm. I think that's an important thing is often we don't actually get back from the person that we give to. We do tend to get it back from, from somebody else and that can take different forms you know, a stranger, uh, an act of kindness from from somebody that you weren't expecting. So that's definitely true. Now, when we talk about coaching, you know, we we focus a lot on personal development, you know, and, and in our own personal de- development, you know, it's a daily conscious decision to better ourselves. Mm-hmm. What current coaching tools are at the forefront of your own mind uh, Emma, for your own growth, but also your clients as well.
0: Hmm. Wow, great question. Um, some of the tools that I use is that I set my um, the agenda of my day. Um, I I have free space. I, I make space for myself in the morning um and decide. How do I feel? How do I want to feel today? And what kind of impact do I want to do? I never uh, look at social media or watch TV or uh, anything before I pay attention to myself. Because if I charge myself with love, with attention, with uh, the presence, then I can give throughout the day. So no challenge that come across my day can put me out of track because I'm grounded in myself and I'm ready to give what is needed to give.
1: Yeah, I think that that is a daily discipline of actually when you said like pay attention to yourself Mm -hmm. and to kind of not give yourself away until you kind of give into yourself so that you're like, okay, you know, Emma is 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 feeling good. Is feeling energized. Is you know is clear in terms of what I and who I want to impact today, and protects protects that in order so actually you can be of greater contribution to those that you do end up serving and giving to throughout the day. Right?
0: Exactly. I have to charge myself first to know um, my intention for the day. In order to give to others, because that's what I do. I I work with people. We say that we work with coaching. No, we work with people. We're in people's business. Exactly. Um, and people, people trust a coach or um, coaching education organization that they will become better people today and serve their people. Mm. So that's why this is very important. And then I also... Um, share with my with my clients when we sit in a conversation I just don't shoot at once and how do you feel today Mm. is it anything that you want to 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 put away or close before we start the session Uh, so we are both present in the now otherwise Mm. I cannot coach person if I'm in the future what I'm going to do in two hours or if my client is worried about uh, yesterday then we are not in sharing the same space of time
1: so, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad sure that,
0: you... that we are in this in the now in the same uh, space of time
1: yeah the word that really like just strikes a chord there is present because we're we're constantly distracted there's so much noise isn't there Emma in terms of like uh the focus and the draw that is on us. but but I I, I know that you know being present you know you've identified before as magic that that when we're when we're when we are present it is magic what does what does that really bring to us and others when we have the ability to be present and 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 create magic when we are present
0: then we have um We have the capacity to enter all our gifts talents values all the knowledge all the tools tools i need it's in myself and in the now um so that's why i think the now can open new horizons that worry do you have that you have for tomorrow or next week or two hours after maybe will not happen Um, I read somewhere, I really can't tell where, but it was recently, that we worry 100%, but 97% of all these worries will never happen. So only 3% will happen, and we worry 100%. Is it kind of unnecessary worry all the time? Because we are not worrying in this now. We breathe, both of you, both me and you, we breathe, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have this conversation, so all is good. (laughs) What Mm -hmm. will happen in one, two, three hours, on one year? We don't know anything about that. So why worry? Um, We are here and now.
1: Yeah, that's and and that obviously that reminds me of like anxiety because anxiety always lives in tomorrow or in in the future. It doesn't live in the present, which is often where and why we need to be in, in that magic present time because right now as you said we're, we're breathing you know we're safe you know yeah. and, and and it's so important to to go into that
0: it is it is but if uh, if we can be in the now without um, having our brain taking over uh, and playing films and stories which are really uh, not true um, we can enjoy the now and make tremendous decisions for uh, companies, for ourselves, for other people's impact to, to other people's lives. Um, so it's important to sh- to, to switch off the, the the chatter, the gremlins, or, you know, that are talking, talking all the time here and warning of things that will not happen. So it's not easy. I'm not set, ta- telling this easy, but meditation yoga uh, breathing there are many many techniques to to bring you in the now and um, shutting off the chatter only for a while then we can see the power and enjoy the power of being in the now and in the now only is the perfect coaching because only in the now we can coach the client if you bring the client in the now and the coach has the capacity to stay in the now, then we have magical coaching, coaching sessions.
1: Mm. Yeah. When you talk about chat and we talked a little bit about like the outside noise, one, one of the biggest noises is, 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 judgment. What, why do you, why do you feel Emma, this, there is so much judgment in the world. What is it about human behavior that, that, that makes us judge uh, and be so critical You know of others?
0: Uh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you again for the great question. It's also a billion dollar question. <laughs> um, this is this is with everything without upbringing. We were brought up to to understand the judgment of this and this and this. Uh, just let me say, sitting in a bus and somebody is uh, different, maybe the color of the skin or something else, and the child sitting with mom, mommy or dad, ask why is this person like this. And uh, the mother father, Shh. They will hush the child, and then the child understands that this is not okay. Mm. They just don't know. They will. They just want to know why? Why? Because I don't know what. We were brought up that way, but also uh, we want to belong. We want to belong to to to, to groups, and we want to find um, where do we belong. to. That's why we will judge others. And to 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 establish a non-judgmental environment, it takes ages. It takes lifetime. It does. I'm on my way, and I'm um, uh, doing my best every day to be judgment free. And sometimes I understand mm, it was a judgment, but I understand, and I'm aware, and I'm working on that. Mm. So. We all work in progress and if everybody um, starts to question themselves, am I judgmental when somebody asks me or something or shares a story or not? Maybe we can become better people, better persons, because we we don't know anything about people's lives. Mm -hmm. We hardly know about who we are. It's also work in progress, Mm -hmm. lifelong endeavor. And people seem to know everything about other people. Oh my God. Hmm. Luck.
1: <laughs> when we hear judgment, we there isn't there is very much a negative connotation with it. And Emma, I just want us to explore a little bit because you know you talked about how it's a, a lifetime of of getting to a point where you're judgment free. But is, is all is all judgment actually bad? Does it not help us like make choices? Does it does it not help us protect our own boundaries? Is is all judgment bad, or is it just our understanding of what judgment really is that maybe needs to be outworked? Mm. Uh
0: in coaching, we are we are talking about um um judgmental behavior that you, you, you're you judging people for their um, um, looks for their capacity for their um, habits for their you know where they live how they live what they work with etc uh, that's what we want to make people aware of that there are no limits uh, there are other things but there are other other um, professions that should deal with with uh, different judgments like uh, I have to to judge if this um, park I will walk through during the night um a safe place or not this is something that can protect me but it's not in coaching it's in other professions we also have to to make very very clear and uh, quick judgments if we can pass a very traffic trafficked road. Uh, but they're different kind of judgments. I'm talking about judging other people for who they are, how they look, and what they do.
1: Yeah, it's good that you made that uh, like distinct distinguishment between between the two. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? A- acceptance, accepting people for who they are, uh, yeah. and then it kind of leads me in, into the final question around like preference we we did the the diversity equity and inclusion like podcast uh, which is always an interesting one and we touched a little bit on this as well in terms of you know you're talking about like in coaching in terms of judging someone's like behavior of who they are how they dress etc and then it's like you know let's just take dating for example you know we all have like a have a preference in terms of like the man or woman that we may want to be with we may not want to be uh with with certain uh i guess you know people that are outside of of what we're familiar or comfortable what are your thoughts on, on that
0: <laughs> well if if uh, if uh, a client should uh, interesting question about dating and uh, and uh, passing judgments if a client uh, of mine said oh i'm i don't know tall or short or fat or i don't know what to say whatever and maybe that's why i don't find a partner then i don't think it's um, it's a kind of uh, judgment it's a kind of uh, self esteem it will always be a partner that would love just you and nobody else so it means that you haven't met the right partner because the right partner and real life will never judge mm, very... so uh, i don't know what there are many things to say here but i will hear. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> i love it Emma. i love it emma is there anything that you want to share uh, that we haven't captured that you really feel like you want people to hear uh, and then if not feel free to let people know how they can find out more about you and your work
0: mm-hmm. i think we covered a lot there there is a lot to, a lot to say and uh, i enjoyed uh, this session with you this podcast so maybe um, not maybe i will definitely be um, on podcast in the future because i enjoyed that so thank you for making this experience my first experience a great one for me thank you and people can find me at uh, emma.person double s um, at coach for sweden
1: beautiful yeah i'm very i'm, I'm familiar with the se you'd think it would be sw wouldn't you but nothing's easy these days
0: no it's nothing easy <laughs> and i never promised things to be easy <laughs> that's what's good about that oh. Who wants easy things nobody
1: <laughs> exactly emma thank you so much for your time thank you thank you for joining this episode with me max sefton i hope you've really enjoyed it feel free to leave us a positive review on itunes And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.